The views and opinions expressed on Nerds and Beer are solely those of the hosts and guests who clearly know just enough to be dangerous. Please do not try this at home. This is where the fun begins. Hey everybody, we're back on Nerds and Beer. It's been a hot minute, but welcome back to another Nerds episode. and Beer. Nerds and beer. It it has been quite a while, but uh, I'm quite excited to be to be back at the grindstone of nerds and beer because we have some good stuff to talk about. Yeah, there's a there's a ton of content coming out and new trailers and video games, which McClunky here. Oh yeah, and it's been a minute, so you might not remember us, but uh, I'm oh. Cash. Uh, we've got Joe, also known as Crash, here. Hey. And, um, uh, joining us today, we are as we record this. It is Thursday afternoon at about twelve thirty, and uh, we have the Sausage King of Chicago joining us, Abe Froman. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> also known as Ferris Bueller. I mean McClunky Brody, who's Hi. not at school, but he's here because he's been feeling not the greatest the last couple of days. <laughs> but so. the bonus of being ill. And being off school is that he gets to hang out with us and record the best podcast in the world. That's right. Yay! Woo! <laughs> so, so we're we're back and uh, yeah. What's new? What's new, Joe? Well, here, listen to this. Ready? Yeah. That's my diet coke straw with a hole in it. Oh, I was gonna say, man, it's like twelve thirty, and you're drinking beer already. No, no, no. Be like uh, that that picture that I sent you of the guy from the Panthers uh, <laughs> yeah. Rams game. That so guy was I, hardcore. Yeah, I sent Joe this picture, and it's uh, it says the best performer um, from the Panthers Rams game on Sunday was not on the field, and it was a guy sitting in the stands and underneath his chair. There was probably what like fifteen bottles of that Miller Light. Yeah, like that that guy was doing work. Yeah. And and I just sent Joe, I was like, that is a ton of money because he's at an NFL stadium drinking that beer. <laughs> yeah, like okay, it's it's been a couple years since I've been to an NFL game. Like, I don't know, six years, five years, six years, I don't know. And I, I'm trying to remember what I used to pay for a beer at Ford Field, but it was not cheap. No, wasn't it at that time? I want to say it was like eight fifty a beer. I think so. Like it, it was not any cheaper than like seven dollars. Yeah, yeah, it was way overpriced. Mm-hmm. So that, that, that guy, that guy is like a Bud Light. That guy was doing like a hundred dollars worth of beer just at that point. Yeah, he uh, he was definitely made his money because he was dropping a lot. He was making a lot, <laughs> a lot off his his uh, recent stimulus check. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Ah. He was investing it. Yeah, it Ferris. Was. Ferris is bringing the heat today. He's got. He is go. bringing the heat. That guy though, he he was literally pissing his money away. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> That's the worst thing about drinking that much at an NFL game is you have to get up and go to the bathroom and miss part of the game that you paid way too much to get into. And the bathroom <laughs> freaking sucks because there's no urinal dividers. <laughs> no. Hey, Joe, remember when you had season tickets to the uh to the Lions and there was those girls that always sat behind you? Oh the, the game the, just to get wasted. God, those trashy whores. And they 
they had like different guys with them each time. But... <laughs> Remember, we went to a game one time and you were talking to him because, I mean, as you know, like, you know, people that have season tickets, you become friends with those people <laughs> around your acquaintances, I guess is a better way. Mm-hmm. Um, so you would talk to him and stuff. And I remember going to the game with you one time and one of the two girls was so drunk that she just sat in her chair and she looked like she was going to either pass out or projectile vomit on the back of our heads. <laughs> and, and I just remember like the whole game being like sitting on pins and needles. Like, I swear to God, if this chick throws up on me, I'm I'm never coming to a game ever again. <laughs> and they like they were so they were so drunk all the time. They like cheer for the wrong players. They would like cheer for people that retired the year before. <laughs> they go around Rivers, yeah. <laughs> Throw a touchdown, Scott Mitchell. <laughs> you come on, Herman Moore. <laughs> they were pretty bad. So yeah, they were the uh, worst people that were around my seats. The other people were pretty cool. Yeah, I, I don't even remember. <laughs> I miss those days. I, I still say, you know, after the kids are all like graduated and off to college, I'm I'm gonna get my season tickets back. It just it, I couldn't I couldn't keep them because we're just too busy to drive that far every weekend. Yeah, I I would tell people down here I still do about your adventures, like when we used to go and you drive down from the UP for like the day, and you know you go to the game and then you turn around and drive back, and they were like. That's dedication. <laughs> oh, that's that's stupidity is what it is. The worst so, one ever was when I went to that new – were you with me at the Christmas Eve game? I think you were, weren't you? When they clinched the playoffs. And, like, it was a Christmas Eve game, a nighttime game. Yep, I was Christmas with you. Eve. And I drove home after the game. I remember rolling in back into our little homestead here in Brimley, Michigan, um, and it was probably, like, 5 a.m., and like Mandy was just finishing like wrapping presents and stuff. And I think that may be the angriest she was ever at me in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. I, our kids were still pretty young when that happened. I think so. Um, I didn't, it wasn't bad. Like we had discussed it beforehand, but you know, I was like, this is like a once in a lifetime opportunity to see the lines. Cause at that point, if they had won that game, they had clinched the playoffs or made, made it to the playoffs, I believe. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so they did. So we, I was like, Oh my God, this is never going to happen again in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, how did that just, just wondering, how did that playoff run in for the lions? Uh, they got beat down badly. <laughs> yes, they did. Was it, wasn't it by the saints too? I think so. They just, yeah. Destroyed us, yeah, yeah. Merry I, Christmas, to us Lions fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, did you you watch Lions last Sunday? I did, I did. I'm applying for uh, the job of uh, the secondary coach, so I can work with Aud- Aubrey Pleasant and just scream at people on the sidelines. <laughs> <laughs> I I have to say, like you know, I was not very excited for this season. And then Sunday when we were watching the game when I was at work and stuff, and I was like, yeah, I just I I'm just not a Jared Goff fan. No, no, but I, my I'm thing just, is we don't need to be. We just have to we just have to endure him for this season, and then like get through this year. And he's probably going to be either gone next year. Or we'll at least by then have drafted a rookie that we can root for behind him. He's just a placeholder. Yeah, it's just it's sad because we have not had to worry about a quarterback position for so long, mm-hmm. and now I feel like we're back kind of in those dark times. Like, <laughs> oh, we're gonna get uh, you know Joey Harrington, and we're gonna uh, get 
uh, John Kitna. No, <laughs> you no. Know, like we're going to get all these people who are just going to be like a one season stop and then they're going to move on. And like we had a franchise quarterback and it breaks my heart. I'm happy for the guy, but it breaks my heart to see Stafford like just phenomenal in L.A. You know, I, yeah, I'm, I'm happy for the guy. I'm happy for the guy, and I'm definitely going to root for him. It's kind of like seeing a guy that was like in a POW camp for like nine years, like he was a prisoner, and then hey, he got out. Like he he he's still okay. Yeah, <laughs> I get that. I just yep. it's I don't know. It's depressing to see the LA fans posting stuff about him and how awesome he is, and it's like you sons of bitches, he stole them from us. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but but here it is. I am actually I'm going to I always watch Lions good or bad. I'm excited about this year and I know they're going to be terrible. Like I I'm hoping for a 5 to 6 win season. That that's what I expect. Um but I know there's good things coming next year because this year we just we drafted some big guys and we're going to build and then next year is the year where we go and get some some of the skill position guys, some receivers and a quarterback maybe. Um, so this is this is just uh, uh, as we say a rebuilding year. <laughs> rebuilding since this they started. <laughs> yeah, what is it? Rebuilding since 1952 or something like that. Yeah, 53 or yeah. something. Yeah. I don't know. The I lines just... have always sucked. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 But now let's let's change to something more positive. What's uh, what? It's been like a month since we've recorded. We've had some new movies. We've had Black <laughs> Widow. We've had Shang-Chi. We've got some What If happening, um, video game stuff. What do you guys want to talk about first? I think that we should start with some What If. We haven't seen Shang-Chi yet, so... Okay. I wasn't seeing the new episode of What If either. Oh, you haven't watched it I yet? I'm going to watch it last night, but Buckets went to bed early, so... I have not seen it, but I'm free to talk about it. It's it's okay. Um, what so far? Um, we've had what is a six episodes of What If? Yes. Um, yes. I, I have been. I don't know what you guys think. I have been pleasantly surprised. My expectations were quite low. Um, not that I not that I thought it was going to be bad, but I just wasn't sure if it was going to hold my attention. Um, and so far, it is. Yeah, I I have to agree. I mean, it's it's much better than I anticipated. I was really struggling with the concept of just like one-off episodes. Yeah, uh, you know, like one episode that's going to be thirty to thirty-five minutes in length usually, and just uh, there was nothing to be invested in. Like, oh, I'm going to watch this episode and that's going to be it. But the way that they're doing it is, I think it's very well done, and it's also very nice that they're getting a lot of the actors to do the voices for the animation. So I think that that's a huge selling point for me too. It's not like it's just a bunch of nobodies voicing these characters. I mean, it's the actual people. Um, and we have talked for about, you know, uh, yeah, for the most part it is. Yeah. Um, but we also talked about like, you know, Chadwick Boseman did, this was like the last work that he did prior to him passing. So mm -hmm. I think there's that added uh, element of emotion too. Like a lot of the fans are invested in it. And it, it just feels like it could be like a nice, it's a nice closure to his career and his life. And it's a, nice for the legacy of him, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but I do have to say the first episode, the Captain Carter, I was, I was pretty pumped about that. I thought it was a bit, I don't, I don't know. I feel like I was just kind of bored with that one by like the middle. And I, the first time we watched it, I started to doze off. 
and I had to go back and rewatch it. I hadn't been sleeping very well at that point, but um, I went back and watched it, and it was okay. But I think after that episode, like each episode, each week keeps getting better and better. Mm -hmm. I would agree with, uh, I I think, 100% of what you said. You know, I was really worried um, that I wouldn't be able to be invested in it because they're all, I mean, by nature, they're what, or their one-off episodes, you get you get a story, and the next week it's a new story and a new story. And wait a wait a minute. Did you just say nature? <laughs> 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 wait, nature. Woo! <laughs> Woo! And thus, thus hits our first Joey Tomasi shout out of the day. So, hey, Joey. Hey. <laughs> um, continue, please. Um. I, I was worried about the the one off thing, and that's the nature of the old comics too. With what if you know you were going to get a, um, a a one or two issue arc of something, and then it was going to restart. And I would agree the it what if started a little bit slow, but they've done I think they've done a really good job just making the stories really interesting. And I will hundred percent agree that having the the actual celebrity voices for you know probably about 75 percent of the characters has really added to it too um i know the the episode last week with uh the zombies where they had uh paul rudd as ant-man that yeah. i think i mean it was a really good episode but i think paul rudd kind of stole the show with with um with his portrayal of his character his headless joke <laughs> yeah he wasn't, he wasn't headless he was bodiless oh yeah <laughs> Ant-Man in a can. <laughs> I I really like that, too. I thought that that episode was good. Um, well, we were texting last night, but I still think the Doctor Strange one is one of my favorites. Yeah. I really, I really, really like that, too. It, to me, it was just really depressing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was just because there was, like, that closure to it, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, like, a nice, neat package of, like, here's the beginning of the story then you felt the emotion that he was going through, you know, trying to change the past and then inevitably being consumed by like this addiction to like fix things. Mm -hmm. And then it's just like it implodes and he's done. Now, do you think, uh, and, and you know, not that that story specifically will play into anything in the MCU, the, you know, the primary MCU, but do you think that story stuck in the middle of this season of of what if do you think that kind of serves um as a a precursor to what we're going to see in some of the the upcoming movies like that's setting the stage to um you know the the multiverse or you know going back in time to try to fix things or change things do you think that's setting the stage or is it just random I think it's just random. I think I think a lot of people want certain storylines or events that are happening in What If to translate or kind of cross over into the actual MCU, but I don't think that it's going to. I think it's just going to be always like a one-off, like, what if? What if this happened? What if that happened? And it's not going to have any ramifications on the MCU that we know. Now, McClunky, what, um, you're always the expert on this kind of thing. How many episodes are we looking at for What If? We've got to be pretty close to the end of the season, correct? Yeah, isn't it like eight? I think it's eight that it's supposed to. And was yesterday's, was that number six? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So I don't, what other ones, because you see some of the, 
like the promo posters and stuff. Wasn't there a couple more that were supposed to, like, what would the next ones be? We're missing whatever they're going to use, uh, Thanos Gamora. Oh, yeah, Gamora. Because when we go out and we do our uh, our inventory checks at the stores, then the Pops, they have the Gamora What If figures. Mm-hmm. And so we haven't seen her yet. Now, what the one from yesterday, again, I haven't seen yesterday's. Um, what was the the main focus of that one? Last week's was Marvel Zombies. Yeah. This one was, uh, it's titled, What If um, Killmonger. Killmonger Saves Tony Stark. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, they did a pretty good job with this one, too. We won't go into too many details, but uh, yeah, it was good. And it was Chadwick Boseman again, that, that voice. Yeah. To Chad. Three episodes now? What's that? He's been in three episodes now, right? Uh, two, I think. Was it three or two? He was uh, in the Star Lord one. He was in the Marvel Zombies one too. Oh, was he in Zombies? Yeah, he was in Zombies. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, because he like lost a leg in Zombies. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Yep. Yeah, because he was being held by Vision. Yep. Okay. Gotcha. The only, the only one in the Marvel Zombies one, the only one that was not the actual actor was Spider-Man, right? Because that wasn't Tom Holland. No, it, he sounded really good, though, at the beginning, because when he, we, you first see him and he says something, me and Brody looked at each other and we were like, that is him. But then as it kept going on, we were like, oh, wait, no, it's not. But he, he did pretty good and sounded just very similar. That's, I, I agree with that as well. In fact, I kind of argued with, um, with nines about it because nines watched it uh downstate where she is currently at um and then i watched it up here and i thought it was tom holland at first too and she's like yeah it wasn't because you know she's obsessed with tom holland so (laughs) and i I mean i wish that they could get like chris evans to do some of the cat voiceovers or robert downey to do you know tony stark i wish they could have gotten that but i understand you know yeah but yeah, I I'm enjoying the series. I I'm enjoying it more than I thought I would. I I agree with that. I I would echo that. That not that I thought I was going to dislike it because <laughs> so I was going to like it. But I'm enjoying it more than than I thought. My only issue with it is some of the pacing in certain episodes, like uh, with the Captain Carter one, how they sort of flew through certain elements. Yeah, that that is a problem with it. And I think that's a problem kind of begot by the format of the show. You know, when you're doing something that you're you know, you're only getting one episode of it and you've got to tell so much story to begin with They're They're going to have to skip some stuff or, you know, gloss over some stuff. So I, I would agree that's kind of a, a negative from my side, too. But, you know, for for what it is, I think it's really good. Yeah, yeah. And then, I'm enjoying uh, collecting the pops too. Yeah, yes, because <laughs> they seem to be like releasing them right around the time that the episodes come out. Mm-hmm. So so far we've gotten Captain Carter, Captain Carter, T'Challa, Star Lord, the Doctor Strange, um, Supreme, yeah, Sorcerer Supreme, and then what else did we get? Don't we got another one? No, we don't. Oh. Just the three. oh, we got it. We picked up a Doctor Strange though from uh No Way Home. Oh right. yeah. Yeah. And he's he's in his uh winter boots and his hoodie <laughs> with a shovel. <laughs> That's, <laughs> and the so, 
that's so good that he's got like okay he's got his cape on and all that but under it he's got like the hoodie (laughs) yeah yep so and then we did we're kind of sidetracking here but we did get some of the suicide squad pops too from the the new the suicide squad movie polka dot man polka dot man and blood sport (laughs) you gotta get polka dot man he's epic (laughs) i'm a superhero Uh, I still like that movie, man. I thought they did a good job with it. It was entertaining. I will give it that. It was entertaining. It made me laugh. Yeah. Now, back to the movie side of it, you bring up uh, the Suicide Squad. Um, Again, it's been a while since we've talked. Um, I talked to McClunky kind of in the pre-show when you were uh, offline for a minute there. But uh, you guys have seen Black Widow, correct? Yes. So we we got it... um the premium access on Disney plus when it was first released. Mm-hmm. And then they just released the Blu-ray DVD uh, this past Tuesday. Yeah. And so I went yesterday and picked up the Blu-ray for it just because where we live, I mean, we've talked about this in the past, like our internet is complete garbage here. So <laughs> trying to stream anything can be a real pain in the ass. So if I have an option to buy the Blu-ray for, movies that i enjoy i'll just do that so i don't have to hassle well with, that you know, that's also that. why you got zach snyder justice league because you put that on quite a bit too yeah yeah i looked for the the physical copy of it today when i was at our local wally marts and they actually did not have it here in the Sioux. so what? i'm gonna have to maybe stop at meyer when i go in town later on but um i saw it um actually in the real live theater it was our first um, I don't want to say post COVID, but cause COVID's still around, but it was our first return to the theater. Um, when the, they opened it back up, yeah, we, we drove down to Mac city and, um, I took nines and buckets and, uh, a couple of their friends and we went to see black widow in the theater and it was, it was nice to be back in a physical movie theater, but I'll still buy the hard copy too, because I'm a mark for everything. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I like to get stuff just for our collection at home because streaming to me, I know it's super convenient and everything, but I, there's something about owning a physical copy. Absolutely. And just having it, like uh, McClunky just said, they uh, finally released the Snyder Cut of Justice League on mm-hmm. Blu-ray DVD, and I ended up picking that up. I've watched it now probably two times on HBO Max, but I was like... No, you've watched it. I think it's only two. And then we're starting the third time with the Blu-ray. But we're at a point where we're not doing it in one setting. Like, we'll watch each part and then, like, turn it off for a couple days or something, you know? I still have not watched that, and I, I really intend to. I just need a streak of bad weather so I can, <laughs> I can yeah. you know, sit down and, and, and get through it. Just because anytime there's decent weather now, I'm trying to, like, get caught up on stuff outside before... <laughs> or, the the glacier hits us soon yeah no kidding um but there's there's that and then we've also we picked up uh, i posted i think some your page the uh indiana jones trilogy or yeah that's awesome good 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 that's all blu-ray so we've been knocking those out we've got the the third one to watch still third and fourth one hey dad huh you know what 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 we need to do a review on uh, Batman Hush, the Blu-ray. <laughs> that movie was awful. <laughs> well, what, uh, what did you guys think of Black Widow? I, 
good. I thought it was good. I mean, it was very much a a, a one-off movie, I think. Like, they didn't leave much room for anything else. I mean, obviously, there'll be some character development with her sister and maybe, you know, Red Guardian. Mm-hmm. Nature, but... I mean, it was totally done just to, like, bring things up to speed for Endgame and, and where she was at. Yeah, I liked it. Um, I, I won't say it was amazing, but I thought it was pretty good. Um, yeah. I did like characters. I thought, to me, that was the best part was the new characters they, they introduced. Um, you know, y- Yelena and the, the Red Guardian. Um, <laughs> Red Guardian was really funny. And I like, um, oh, is it David Harbour? I like him. Mm-hmm from Stranger Things anyway, so he's really funny. Um, and he, then I did like the Yelena character, and I'm glad that it looks like... I don't know if she'll take over the role that Black Widow played or if she'll just be kind of a, another side character, but um, I thought she was she was good, and she added a good amount of humor, too. Mm-hmm. I Yeah, I when I first saw her, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like her, but by the end of the movie, she became a a very likable character. Mm -hmm. Uh, I thought it was good, but there was a lot of, uh, a lot of pushback from fans on how they portrayed taskmaster though. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people now writing articles online and talking like, are we going to see the actual Taskmaster or is this just kind of the direction they're going? Because a lot of people are are pretty pissed off about that. So I don't know. I mean, I could take it or leave it when you watch the movie, like the minute that they start talking about like the main bad guy and like, you know, his background and stuff. Like I put two and two together and knew right away who Taskmaster was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's been out for a while, so people probably have seen it, but, I, you know. <laughs> I just, I thought it was very predictable. Yeah, it was. And it was, um, I kind of explain it as it was a pretty much straight up action movie. Like there was not a lot of heavy plot. There was not a lot of things that you had to figure out. Um, it was a lot of fighting and a lot of stuff blowing up and action scenes. Um, and then, the, again, the best thing about it for me was the character development of the new characters. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't really build a lot of, um, you know, other than the new characters, it didn't build a lot of the story arc for the MCU. Um, and I think because it was set between movies that are already out, um, there wasn't a lot to build. Um, right. But, it, you know, for what it was, I thought it was good. Um. Also, too, uh, a lot of people, there's a lot of backlash a little bit about uh, how they betrayed uh, Budapest. Yeah, I will agree with that. I wanted more out of the Budapest storyline. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> she like, jumps, she the jumps out and does the, the superhero landing. Yeah, that's awesome. Superhero landing. Superhero landing. She. What does she say? She's a poser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the whole scene when they break out uh, Red Guardian from prison and she does it. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> oh, oh man. Yeah. So then there's a lot of backlash from the whole Budapest thing. They're like, wait. So is it? So the whole time the MCU have them have they been making a joke about killing his daughter? I know. Like he. Oh, like really. Like, we have fond memories of you murdering a child. 
I like to think that there's more to Budapest than that. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to believe that in my head too, just because I wanted more out of that. So on a we'll we'll do a because we have so much other stuff to talk about. Um, we'll do a quick gloss over of it on a scale of one to ten. Um, a clunky, what is your widow or your black widow rating? One being crappy, uh, Howard the Duck. Uh, ten being end game. <laughs> what what do you think? Uh, I'd give it like a like an eight. Wow, that's high. I'd give it. Wow, somebody's I, got their head up their ass today. I've got, oh, I'd, like seven, I'd give it like a seven or an eight. I'm <laughs> missing the part that it didn't hit for me was the Taskmaster stuff was very predictable. The Budapest stuff, and who the heck was the the new guy that they introduced? The pilot or whoever it was, the guy that like oh, like her. the the mercenary, yeah, stuff, the guy, that have guy, yeah. Yeah, they didn't really do do much introduction for him. So you gave him an eight? Uh, six, seven. No, you, you said eight, man. It's, it's on there. Back out of that, McClunky. That's an eight. See, okay. I would say, for me, I would say I'd go probably like a six. Action-wise, it was a, a good action movie, like yeah, Joe and said. That, that's why I gave it a high rating. It, it was a good that. action movie, but I there's no more progression for it and i mean scarlett johansson has single-handedly destroyed any any <laughs> chance of being in disney movies again um but yeah it was six i thought it was fair but not the best mcu movie what do you think joe um i'll give it oh where do i want to land with this i feel like a six is a little bit low for me but i'm not sure if i want to go seven so i'm going to give it a six and a half that's fair that's a fair assessment um you know i I'll agree with everything you guys said. You know, it, it, the Budapest thing needed more. Um, it was really light on plot. Um, but for, again, for what it was, it was a good action movie that gave us some new characters. Um, Red Guardian's funny, and I, I hope they use him a little bit more. I know we're going to see more of uh, Yelena, which is cool because she's, I think, a good character and, and she's a smoke show. So um, we'll, we'll take that for what it's worth. Um, yeah, it was it was okay. And then the post credit scenes um, were worthwhile. That set up a little bit more of, of what we're going to see. And I did like that they're still, even with a, a movie that's stuck in a certain place in the timeline, um, I do like that they're tying it into future things. You know, they tied it into stuff we saw in uh, the Falcon falcon winter soldier um you know and, and some stuff we're gonna see down the road yeah and i mean we we talked about black widow a couple episodes back when it you know first came out and everything and i still think i still think that they redid the the post credit scenes just to tie into the disney plus i think if black widow had came out uh went back way back when when it was originally going to that mm-hmm. our post credit scenes may have been different than than what we were given I, would I feel like, I feel like they tailored that to the the changes that they had to make. Yeah, and I I did like that we got to see um, Elaine Bennis, you know, from Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Have you seen the alternate ending to Black Widow that landed online? Uh, I haven't. Is it like legitimate or is it like a spoof? Hawkeye uh, <laughs> it- I thought was legit. Like when she gets on the the helicopter or the jet at the end, like she doesn't get like cut up by the 
propellers or anything. <laughs> no, they the it's actually in the deleted scenes of the movie. Oh, see, we haven't even put it in yet because it's got there's like some bonus features on it, but I don't even know what they are. I know there's a gag reel on there, but that's about it. Yeah, because I yeah, because Marvel, I think they even put it on their YouTube channel, and a lot of channels talked about it. But it's like it's it's in my opinion way better than the than the ending that we got. Mm. Hmm. I feel like I have seen that now that you're saying that. Is it it's the one where she drives back through the Oh area yeah and the sees the the little girl? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did see that. And it's like super short. Super short. How they can even title that like an alternate ending like it was probably like what 30 seconds if that. Maybe That's... like a It was not like Yeah, a... I didn't think it was that long. No, it wasn't. That's all good. They could have <laughs> added that in and that would have What'd you say? <laughs> Did you say that's what she said? Yes, I said it twice and nobody acknowledged it. Yeah, you were you were breaking up on our end. <laughs> well, so going from Black Widow, this is a nice way to transition into the new trailer that we just got a few days ago. Hawkeye. Like, yeah. hello, what do you guys think of that? Ooh, you yeah. go Monkey, you go first. Uh it's it's finally not that uh not that uh that fan made trailer. <laughs> that got Joe. <laughs> Still feel like such a chump, man. Clunky, he just stays home from school and he's got all the hits coming. Yeah, shots fired, man. That's good though. I deserved it. I fell for that. <laughs> I actually knew it was fake right away because I saw the channel name and I'm like, that's fake. Yeah, he's like, uh, Dad, that's not real. I mean, what do you mean it's not real? Oh, uh, that came out in like 2016 or something. Whatever he said. <laughs> it was like a year ago or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, wait, what? I'm like, that's not real. <laughs> I'm so I, think it, I think that looks like it's going to be really good. I would agree with that. I was I was uh, really impressed. Me and Buckets watched it a couple times, um, and uh, it it had me singing that stupid Christmas song. It's the most <laughs> wonderful time of the year. <laughs> but no, it looked it looked really good. The action looks dope. Um, it looks like they'll continue to tie it into big picture stuff. Um, so I, I'm I'm excited for it, but we have a long time to wait for that, don't we? It's uh, December oh, I this yeah. year. Yeah, I think it's this year, dude. That's awesome. Because I think it's shortly before No Way Home comes out. Hmm. Well, I'm. Yeah. yeah, it's. Uh, let's see. I'm pulling up the picture here for it. Quick question: In the trailer, from what we see, uh, do you think do you think that uh, the kingpin will make an appearance? Do you think that's true? Um, I hope so. Um, you guys know that I'm a mark for those Netflix series. I I really hope that they um start tying those in or just bringing those characters into the the main MCU. You know, there's a a big not so secret rumor that Matt Murdock, AKA daredevil is going to make a small appearance in the new Spider-Man movie. So I hope that Kingpin will end up in, in Hawkeye too. And there and, is evidence too of him appearing because there's a scene in the trailer with uh, somebody that's in like a red light and that's, is it echo is her name? Yeah. For the trailer for Hawkeye. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know that they were they were saying that they thought that Kingpin was going to be in this one, um, and everybody's hoping that it's uh, Vincent. Is that his name? Donofrio. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's hoping because he did such a good job of Kingpin in the Netflix series that it seems only fitting that they would bring him back. 
yeah, he did just an amazing job. I mean, to to dig back into that, that whole Daredevil show was really good. Um, and just the the scene where Kingpin kills a guy by just repeatedly slamming his head in a car door. Yeah, great. That was uh, Hawkeye starts streaming November twenty fourth. Wow, that's crazy. I thought it was next year. Yeah, no, I I knew I was thinking December for some reason, but yeah, November twenty fourth, it'll start streaming here. Now I'll I'll throw nines under the bus a little bit just because she's not here and can't defend herself, but um, it, she's a little bit a little bit on the fence about it just because she uh, dislikes uh, what's the girl's name Haley Steinfeld. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And this 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 next bit goes out to nines. So nines, you better be listening to this when you're away at college. Okay. Did you know that the post, the post, like the credit scene on Hawkeye is going to feature the song Flashlight from Pitch Perfect 3? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) You probably don't know what that is because I bet you guys haven't watched Pitch Perfect. (laughs) She's in it, though, isn't she? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Emily hates her in Pitch Perfect, so there you go. Oh, God. Yeah, Brody, uh, Brody keeps saying that he wants to watch the Pitch Perfect movies. I don't think I've ever seen that. <laughs> Dude, they're really funny. I will okay, as I have seen them all and they are quite funny. They're entertaining. I've told them that too, because I think it was on Hulu or something. We were watching going through movies one night and I was like, Joe says this is really funny. We should watch it. And then we got sidetracked with something else and we never went back to it. <laughs> the first one, like the first one is really funny. The second one is pretty funny. The third one is pretty funny, but the first one is where it's at. And uh, this one also goes out to nines, wherever you are, if you're listening. Shalom. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, yeah, Hawkeye then. I think uh, think I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, Now, I I don't want to ruin anything for you. We're going to jump back to movies really quick. Uh, But you guys need to see Shang-Chi. So it was funny because, uh, like, Tuesday... When McClunky was home and I was like, okay, I think he's just trying to pull one over on me and he's feeling okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, maybe I should take him to the theater that day and watch it. <laughs> take him to a matinee, you know, you can go see it. And it was like $11 or something like that to, for the two of us. Uh-huh. Um, but we didn't go. Alas, he wasn't faking. <laughs> so we made a smart choice, but. I'm hoping that one of these afternoons or something I can, you know, we can go after school or whatever, check it out. That is the bummer of the, I mean, the weird, <laughs> the weird world that we're living in right now with, um, you know, things opening back up. Um, and, you know, we, the Disney plus thing where they had like access to black widow online, they sadly didn't do that for, for Shang-Chi. It was just strictly theatrical. Um, but like for us up here, you know, we don't we don't even have a theater in the Sioux. So to go to a movie, we have to drive roughly an hour, um, which yeah, Mackinac is the closest, right? Yeah. Mac City is the closest. And that's right about an hour. Yeah. Uh, and and we did the same thing. We drove down to Mac City and sh- saw Shang-Chi. But I mean, it would have been a lot more convenient if it would have been available on Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah. I, I I just don't I guess I don't get it. Like so many people are against the the Disney plus releases and they're like, well, I'm not going to pay $30 to, to watch it at home. And that logic to me, if you're listening to it, to us and you disagree with this, it's your opinion. This is merely my opinion, but 
that's a tough logic to say, I'm not going to pay $30 to watch a movie in the comfort of my own home. Where like you, Joe, you pay what? Probably 40 bucks for tickets. And then you have to pay for gas to drive an hour away. Then you're going to pay for snacks and everything. Like Mm -hmm. for us, it was like, you know, four people to go to a movie and snacks. We're paying over a hundred bucks. Well, when they, when they announced like HBO max was doing that and Disney plus was going to do that. I was all for it. And I still am like, the fact that I pay $15 a month for HBO Max and I've got to watch like the Suicide Squad three times before it left there, mm-hmm. like you're getting your money's worth. Yeah. And, you know, if like you said, if if you go to the movies, you're going to pay way more than 30 bucks to go to go to a movie. Um, and even like when we went to Max City, Max City is a very affordable theater. But we I think for tickets for the three of us to get in. And a thing of popcorn, you know, we did probably drop $40. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then if you consider like the Disney Plus, if you buy the Premier Access for like Black Widow, you know, you could watch it as many times as you want. Whereas if you're dropping 30 bucks, 40 bucks to go to the movies, you're watching it once and then you're done. Um, right. it, I see it as a good thing both ways because I really enjoy the experience of seeing something on the big screen. But the affordability and the just the ease of being able to watch it in your own home, 30 bucks is cheap for that. Yeah. And and there's a lot of people, and I get it, they're like, well, I already pay the monthly fee to get Disney Plus. But you you would still pay to go to the movie theater and watch it while you're still paying for Disney Plus at home too. You know what I mean? And I, I would echo exactly what you said. And again, it's just my opinion, just like it's just your opinion, but it's totally worth it. 30 bucks to, to watch a new release movie in your house and to have access to it multiple times is, is to me, very much worth it. Yeah, I agree. And sadly, I think that we're going to start uh, seeing it go back to the way that it used to be, um, especially with lawsuits being filed and... Now that uh, Shang Chi had done so well at the box office and the in the theaters, I think you you see it start to dwindle down. Um, there was an article talking about HBO Max and how much longer they planned on doing it, and I think their contractor agreement is at least through the end of this year, maybe maybe halfway through next year to release movies in the theater and on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. So HBO Max is going to do HBO Max exclusive though. exclusive though like they're going to do the Blue Beetle movie when that comes out the Batgirl movie whenever the heck those things come out right yeah those those they'll do but i mean anything that's going to be major hitting the theater right yeah so. i think it was it, it definitely was a means to an end for movie companies during the pandemic mm. but as theaters open back up and people start to get a little more comfortable going out I sadly think we're going to see those options go away. Mm-hmm. Which I really, at this point, I mean, our internet is so shoddy anyways, that it's mm-hmm. like, you know, when we watched Black Widow, we had to pause it like three times just to let it buffer so that, you know, it would play and everything. But even then, um, dealing with that frustration, it's still, you know, I'd take that over, you know, paying a hundred bucks to go to a movie one time. Mm-hmm. And, now, and not only that, but like the options, like the Suicide Squad, very good movie in my opinion. I probably would have went and saw it in the theater mm-hmm. if it was only available in the theater, but I probably wouldn't have seen it three or four times like I did at home. Like I watched yeah. it, you know, sitting around and I'm like, oh, I think I'll watch it again, you know? Yeah. 
and it's nice to have that option and you, you can just watch it and you can pause it and you know i can come back to it later you know i can use my bathroom at home like it's all good and uh to, to jump back to shang chi i i'm anxious for you two to watch it just to see what you think of it um i won't ruin anything of it i'll i'll say it was a good movie again kind of uh Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to color your opinion of it before you've seen it. It was not a great movie, but it was definitely it was good. And yeah. again, it introduced some pretty cool characters. And I think Marvel, Marvel is doing a good job, kind of setting the stage for what's next. Yeah, I, I read some reviews that were uh, spoiler free, but it very much makes it sound like it's setting up, you know, the new phase. Mm-hmm. And it, it definitely is not, again, I'm not going to ruin anything for you. It is not a super heavy movie. Like, you you know, you don't need a lot of backstory going into it. You don't need a lot of knowledge. Um, it's given you some new interesting characters and given you a starting point. Mm-hmm. But I think people, um, and it's doing well at the box office. Um, I just hope people don't judge it. Um, harshly because of how high the bar is for Marvel movies. Like Marvel movies are so good. Endgame was so good. Everything they've done has been great. Um, I hope people don't judge it because, oh, well, it was an Endgame. <laughs> yeah, it's hard because that that stand, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I worry about the future of the MCU just because, you know, the actors aren't going to sign on forever. You know, mm-hmm. you're going to run into more instances of Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans, you know, and mm-hmm. beloved characters that people grew up watching and then they're just out and you're like, well, now we have this void of this major character. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to start to see more introductions of these newer people, lesser known actors, lesser known characters. And I think that that's always going to be a, a, review from some fans is that oh well it's not endgame it's not infinity war it's not phase one you know it's not phase two (laughs) you know i think i think and i hope what marvel will do and it seems to be the line that they're on um there's such a wealth of characters there's so many characters out there for them to draw from i mean we haven't seen the fantastic four yet we haven't seen the x-men there's tons of characters that they haven't introduced to us yet that Mm. i you know that we know we're going to get we know we're going to get the fantastic four we know we're going to get the x-men i think that as these new characters and weave these new characters into the mcu that we already love um it will buy us time to kind of ease how hateful people would be if they recast an iron man or they recast a captain america because you know eventually they're going to need Iron Man and Cap and all these characters that we've seen already. You know they're going to need them back in the MCU. And we're probably going to need new actors to play them. But by that time, you know, we're going to have seen Wolverine. We're going to have seen the Human Torch. We're going to have seen all these people. So it won't piss us off as much that, oh, there's that's not Chris Evans playing Cap. Yeah. Well, and I got two, two thoughts on that. And the first, well, two things rather, um, one thought, one thing to say, but the thought is it kind of irritates me that in this day and time that 
we can't transition an actor from a major role like that, like Captain America. It's always going to be Chris Evans for, you know, a good while. And then eventually fans will forget and then they'll introduce somebody new. And, it, you know, there might be some um, pushback initially when it happens. But it's irritating because then you can take a franchise like James Bond and you can change an actor every three movies and it's nobody bats an eye. Right. That's like a really the mantle that they just pass on and they're like, oh, you know, Sean Connery is going to be him. Oh, Pierce Brosnan is going to be him, you know, and, and nobody cares. And it's like, I, I just don't, I guess I don't see the connection, like why one franchise can do that, but another franchise can't. Even the Superman movies, like the Superman movies recast quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. So and I would be fine with them recasting, you know, as long as they do a good job casting the new person. Um, right. I, fine with them recasting roles if that means that we can maintain the continuity of the story like i would be fine with seeing a new iron man if that means we're carrying on the story that we've already seen like to me the story and the character matters more than the actor i agree yeah i agree with that statement and i i think that i think a lot of the comic book movies fall on the and I, I always call it the lazy way to write. And it's like, oh, we're going to do a multiverse or they're uh, a variation of Tony from another earth or, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. just keep it the same storyline mm-hmm. and and just adapt a new actor in it. I, I don't know. The other thought that I had or the other rumor rather that I've heard, um, I'm not sure if you saw the article, but apparently in regards to the Fantastic Four, there is some push from Marvel to get Chris Evans to come back and do a cameo as Captain America. Hmm. So whether or not that's true um, leads to a whole bunch of other questions. Is it a flashback? Is it old Steve? Is it, you know, is the Fantastic Four going to take place at a different time? Like this is going on when Steve was young Steve and Captain America, you know? So there's there's a whole lot of things that they could do, but it's just a matter of not if Chris Evans is going to do it. Right. And I think that would be cool to see on either of those fronts. Like if we see it as a flashback, like, you know, the Fantastic Four are established characters that just weren't, you know, in the limelight then. Like they, they've already been around. They just weren't in the limelight of the MCU. So we see them interact as or interact with Cap when it was, you know, that Cap and not the new Falcon Cap. Um, but I also think it'd be cool to see um, old man Steve. <laughs> I would really like to see that. Yeah. Did you see that they're coming out with a pop figure for old man Steve? Really? No, I didn't. Yeah, I saw it was just announced. Uh, I want to say like last week or two weeks ago or something like that. I saw it. So keep your eye on that for the to hit the stores. Now we're uh, we've got so much to cover, but we're creeping up on. Um, not quite an hour, but we're getting close. McClunky, I know you wanted to talk some video game stuff. Do you want to, you want to hit some of that? I think we should take a quick break and then we can come back and jump into the video game talk and then, uh, fine tune anything else we want to talk about and then kind of wrap this episode up. Sounds good. Uh, before we go, we have to take this moment. Uh, there's been a lot going on. We're talking about the good, some of the bad. Uh, two days ago, we had the passing of SNL legend, uh, Norm McDonald. So Joe, we grew up watching Norm. <laughs> yeah, Norm was uh, was and still is one of my favorite comedians. Just his um, his dry sense of humor and his willingness to challenge and make fun of anything. You know, he was not scared to touch any topic. 
Um, you know, one of his most famous, um, one of his most famous things he did and supposedly what maybe got him fired from SNL was him tackling, uh, the OJ Simpson verdict, you know, back in the day, his punchline was, you know, Hey, apparently it's legal to murder people in California. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, you know, his portrayal of Burt Reynolds will go down in history as one of the best things ever. So with that, with that being said, I, we're going to go into this break and I've got a sound bite here queued up, ready to go. So uh, after join us after the break for some video game talk, uh, this is for Norm MacDonald, RIP. RIP, Turd Ferguson. That category is about French phrases, so let's just skip it. Hey, uh, I speak a little French. You're an ass bite. Pardon my French. <laughs> my name's French. Yeah, well, who gives a damn? Before you get up for that final snack, I want you to know I'll be right back. Ha! Yee, yee, skirt! Yee, yee, skirt! Skirt, skirt! Roll up! Yee, drop that! Yee, skirt that! Yee, pop that! Yee, hey, hey! You're my boy, Blue! If this car drives into a group of gypsies, Will there be any damage to the car? It depends on how hard you hit them and all that. It's hard. 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 You might, if somebody (laughs) rolls on the windshield, they could crack your windshield. How fast do I need to go to guarantee I kill him? Let me tell you something. With this vehicle here, probably doing 35, 40 miles an hour would do it. Great. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) We'll we'll just start this this after the break right now. (laughs) All right. Welcome back, everybody. There's no no better way to start a new segment than that. Than than talking about how fast it takes to kill somebody. Killing some gypsies. <laughs> you will not steal my tears, gypsy. <laughs> All right, so we what do you think of that sound bite, Gus Chiggins? <laughs> I'd be more worried about coyotes if I were you. <laughs> Chicken? This doesn't taste like chicken. It tastes like soup. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious because they they just can't keep a straight face. No, that's one of the best best skits ever, and it never and it made the show. <laughs> make the cut for on air. So I wish that they would do just like that, like a special of all those ones that don't make it, where people are breaking character and stuff, because that's some of the funniest stuff. Oh yeah, when they when they crack when they crack in character is so good. Yeah, uh, who is that cracks all the time? Jimmy Fallon was horrible for it. There's Jimmy that Fallon would crack like all the time. There's that one skit and it it made the show I think because it was so funny. Um, with uh oh oh god Kate McKinnon where the alien abduction one. <laughs> oh yeah, with uh, yeah, so- isn't it is it Jake not Jake Gyllenhaal who is it? It's uh, a, Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, Ryan Gosling. Not that Jake Gyllenhaal and Ryan Gosling aren't the same actor anyway, but um, <laughs> that's that's one of the best too. Yeah, though hers, she always makes songs. That seems like she's, uh, she's amazing. Bill Hader breaking character. Yeah, Bill Hader always broke character too. There were so many of them, and then uh, I always think of the the hot tub scene of uh, Will Ferrell and <laughs> yeah. Barrymore with Jimmy Fallon. And, and he's, like, Dave. <laughs> he's like, Dave, Dave, David. He just starts, <laughs> he's like, what? Is it Drew Barrymore in that too? 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's such a good one. Oh, Will Ferrell's hilarious. Did you see the, uh, do you follow Ryan Reynolds on social media platform? Hey, no, I do not. He did a video the other day of him singing a song and like it changes the pitch of his voice each time that he goes around and sings the chorus or whatever. And mm-hmm. then by the, I think it's like the fourth time. Yeah. He's about to do it even higher than the level before, but then Will Ferrell comes in the back and sings it like super high. Check that out. I'll send it to you because it's actually pretty funny. Nice. So. I will I will check that out. So yeah, so when we left, uh we were just wrapping up some talk about MCU and we were talking about we're gonna get into some video game chat trailers and announcements coming up for new games. <laughs> And then we also uh, haven't talked. I, I don't know if anybody's heard about this. McClunky, I don't even think you know about this, but apparently there's a new Spider-Man movie coming out at the end of this year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really? I hadn't, I hadn't heard that. Yeah, I, did, I didn't know. So they finally released a trailer, which I was surprised that they even released a trailer. I thought that they were going to ride this release just off of rumors. Mm-hmm. and not Now, wait, 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 wait. Now, McClunky, is this a real trailer? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, uh, and Hawkeye's not, not in it. So. <laughs> Doesn't have a bunch of recycled footage from past projects oh. that, are, that are not related to the actual movie at all. <laughs> I'm such a loser. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. So they released the trailer. What did you think, McClunky? You're the one that's like super geek for this movie. Uh, yeah. Brody first saw it and he was like, Hola, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> I love Peter. He says, Hola, Peter. <laughs> that's great. That's great. So, so yeah, we did see uh, we did see some pretty awesome things in the trailer. Um, you know, the, the <laughs> Doctor Strange um, I think we mentioned that early. Doctor Strange yeah. in his hoodie, um, his <laughs> boots and hoodie. Yeah, um, a little a little glimpse of of Wong again returns. He's turning into the new Phil Coulson. Um, <laughs> he's just everywhere. He's everywhere. I like Wong. <laughs> I do too. He he's funny, and and not to spoil it, I think pretty much everybody knows he makes uh, appearance in in Shang Chi. He he's yep. uh, Wong is the man. Yes. Yes, I I would have to agree. I I really like him, and I like how they're doing the the character development with him. Because when you first see him in Doctor Strange, you're like, eh, supporting, yeah. But then these supporting characters have a way of becoming like major roles, you know, and kind of the the glue that weaves different things together. You know, yeah. he, he makes an appearance here, and he makes an appearance here, and it kind of holds things together. Um, not that we're not going to continue to see Nick Fury, but. Um, Nick Fury did that in a lot of the MC, MCU movies. Like, oh, he's here and he's there, and there he's here. Mm-hmm. And now it's going to be Wong. Yeah. Can yeah, never so. have too much Wong. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's what she said. That is what she said. So what do you uh, what do you think of the first, your first opinions of seeing the trailer, Brody? What do you think? Is it going to be like the man movie ever created? I hope so. Are you going to see the multiverse? I, I think so, yeah. Are we going to get Miles? Uh, I don't think so. You don't think so. 
I think if anything, no, I, the other two. What other two? Uh, the other two Spider People. From other two franchises. So you're talking Toby and Andrew Garfield? Yeah. The Andrew Garfield's been on the media yes. circuit now doing the interviews and stuff. And uh, he's he's uh, saying that it looks like it's going to be a great movie, but he's trying to spin it that he's not. Yeah, he's, and, he's yeah. being the good soldier and saying he's not. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, Toby Maguire's been kind of up and down about whether or not he's in it. Um, but definitely a lot of speculation that, you know, Willem Dafoe is going to be in it. You saw the pumpkin bomb in the trailer, which was the pumpkin bomb from Toby Maguire's movie. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, you see Alfred Molina as Doc Ock. Right. Which, look at him. I mean, he looks good for you know, his age now. He's digitally de-aged, I think, is he? Yeah. Well, he looks like he's lost a shit ton of weight. <laughs> I think they digitally de-pizzaed him, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't know. I thought maybe he lost a lot of weight. Like, it's one thing to, you know, do digitally uh, unage somebody, but, like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I need I, somebody I, to I thought he lost some weight or something, so... <laughs> so what... Uh, what... Are you most looking forward to in this movie, Broad? And then, what is one thing that you really, really, really want to see in it? Um, I think it would be cool if we see the other two Spider-Man characters, but I feel like they shouldn't be a movie. They shouldn't be like they can be in the movie for like. A select amount of time, but I feel like that more unlikely that they're cameos. Mm-hmm. You're talking about I, Toby and Andrew Garfield. Yeah, they're going to be cameos. I think so. Oh, I don't think so. I think they'll they'll at least have a major part in it. Okay. I think what they'll do. I think I think in an essence, what you're going to see happen is that they're going to if if it is true and it is a multi and they're all there and stuff. I think you're going to see Sony want to play nice with Marvel because I think Sony's end game if you will is going to be to wrap everything up back to their universe i i think we're gonna see um quite a bit of of toby mcguire and quite a bit of andrew garfield um maybe maybe not like huge roles but i I think they're gonna play a pretty big part um i really 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 hope um that we get some kind of easter egg or maybe just like a glimpse of Miles Morales. I think that would really make the movie for me. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm really hoping that we get a live action Miles, or at least like, the, uh, the introduction like, of him. To be, it doesn't need to be a lot. It just like give me like 30 seconds of like, oh, you know, there he is. He's in the background or something like that. Like that's all we need. But I think that would totally make the movie. Yeah, yeah. I, and uh, there's a lot of people based on the the villains that we're seeing hints for and stuff that uh, this is going to be very much tailored around the Sinister Six, mm-hmm. which would be cool. Um, so in the trailer, you see obviously Doc Ock. There's the pumpkin bomb. So you believe that it's the Goblin. Some people speculating that it's actually going to be the Hobgoblin, but that's neither here nor there. Um, there's sand and electricity that you see. So obviously Electro is going to be in it because Jamie Fox is a um, but then they're saying that Sandman's going to be in it again. Do you think it's going to be Thomas? What's the one guy? That Thomas Hayden Church is yeah. his name, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, most famously known from Wings. 
<laughs> that was actually a funny show. Wings was funny. God, I hated that show. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, man. <laughs> you know, that's right. That's right. Uh, office space. I'm. I know Jamie Foxx is is in the movie, and I'm really trying to temper my disgust at that because I really disliked his portrayal of Electro. Um, but I, I hope they do a better job with Electro. Just that and see, I think it is the phone now. I think about it because didn't I show you they leaked a set photo or something of him? Yeah, but that can all be photoshopped for yeah. that. But I I did see or I'm hearing. Uh, anyways, Joe, that he is not going to be portrayed the same way. Okay, that would. But, uh, I'm fine with Jamie Fox if they do a better job with Electro. That was just so bad to me, almost as bad as the Rhino. <laughs> when they Rhino was pretty bad, me. yeah. And there was some rumors that uh, and questions coming up that he might be back as Rhino, but oh. the whole whole Rhino suit and stuff it just it takes away from it. If he know? shows. Paul Giamatti, that's the guy, right? If Paul Giamatti yeah. shows up with Rhino, I want Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool to like come behind him and just blow his brains out. <laughs> that would be pretty good. That won't happen, but that's what deserves to happen. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But yeah, I mean, you're gonna get uh, you're gonna get the Vulture, maybe, maybe. Um, you're gonna maybe get uh, Scorpion, right? Are how gonna... how great would it be? And again, I. I previously already said that seeing a glimpse of Miles Morales would make the movie for me. And I'm not saying this is going to happen, but how great would it be if you get a Venom cameo in there somewhere? Yeah. Do you think it has to be Tom Hardy? I do. It needs- yeah. Yeah. Right yeah, now, I- if you anybody else, well, I mean, I guess they could bring back the shitty Venom from the, was it Tobey Maguire movies? Yeah. Uh, over Grace, right? if you have any kind of venom, it's got to be it's got to be Tom Hardy. Yeah, because I'll just tell you this: if they bring back Topher Grace as Venom, I'm out. Oh, well, <laughs> me too. Oh, sorry, I drop an F bomb, but I'm going to get a refund and I'm out. Hey, what if yep. instead of uh, the Spider Man version of Tobey Maguire, it's just the the Bully Maguire version? <laughs> oh, where he's where he has the black suit on and he's, oh, just he's like, dancing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll defer to this. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> no, and then you just see like and then just brutally murder him. <laughs> Shit, that's great. I saw an edit online of uh, they edited that scene and then they edited it so that like all all three of them come up and then the Toby Maguire. Some <laughs> great. Yeah, so I don't know. The trailer makes it look pretty good. Um, I'm pretty excited about it. I think if they do it right. And they have all these elements that the rumors are, you know, swirling around. Oh, think, and the lizard too. Yeah, the lizard from the first Amazing Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they do it right, I think it could be the the best Spider-Man movie to date. Um, I just don't, I just don't know how much we're gonna actually get of those rumors. Right. You know what I mean? I think, like, I think, I think for I, sure we're gonna get, we're gonna get Garfield, we're gonna get Tobey Maguire. Um, I think they're going to hide, like, to me, those are such the worst kept secrets ever that there's going to be some other stuff that isn't out there. They're going to sneak some pretty cool stuff into it that we don't know about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they, they certainly got 
lot of room to work with, you know, a lot of things to work with. But mm-hmm. if you put every single rumor that's out there right now, this movie's got to be like four to five hours long. Mm-hmm. You know? I just so- think so. it would be so good. And I think Sony, like you said, Sony's going to let Marvel do what they want because it's going to give them a little bit of life. Not that they're going to become popular again, but it's going to give life to those old Spider-Man movies. Like people are going to be interested to go watch those again because, hey, those characters actually like matter. They had an effect on the real MCU. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think you're already seeing that with the rumors that are out there. And a lot of people, like even Brody said, he's like, we should go back and rewatch like the Tobey Maguire trilogy because it's been so long since we watched it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Buck- Buckets has never seen those. Like uh, Nines has, but Buckets has never seen those old Tobey Maguire ones. So, yeah, and it's crazy to think about like how long the the comic book movies have been around now because I remember when the first Spider Man came out, and I think you picked me up from school and we went to on cue at the time and I ended up buying the DVD on the day it came out. Yes, sir. I think and like, we would see, we, we see that movie like so many times. Yeah. And I still, as much as I hated the, the costume design for the goblin in it, um, mm-hmm. I still think like the fight scene at the end was, was pretty good. Like there's nothing better than like seeing, in my opinion, like a battle damage, like superhero. Yeah, and um, like being like, by his own goblin glider. Yeah, but like, it looked like Spider Man had fought a tough fight. You know, mm. he was very yeah. early on being Spider Man and struggling, and his like costume was all bloody and tattered, and like, yeah. I, I, I like that. That was good. I'll agree with that. the The fight scenes and the the battle damage was pretty dope. Just that goblin design was so terrible. It just to me screamed like Power Rangers. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm I'm hoping that if he is in the new one, that they kind of correct that. Yeah, maybe do something more traditional, like a you know, like a cloth mask, like in the comics, you know, that he would put on, and mm-hmm. or just or, don't don't even put a mask on him. Just have it be William Defoe, like have have a goblin suit, like the you know the the bottom part of the costume, but leave him without a mask. Well, and they kind of tried to do that with the uh, the goblin that they were setting up in the Amazing Spider Man too. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't even remember what that actor's name was, but I didn't like him. It, it was Dane DeHaan, wasn't it? I have no idea. Uh, I, oh, you know who I think it was? Who? Buckets would tell you right now, but your ma. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's perfect. Cause, uh... <laughs> oh, wait, it wasn't loud enough. Hang on. Your mom goes to college. <laughs> <laughs> your mom goes to college. That's so good. Oh, so I, I think he was approached too about potentially being in the movie, and he said well, he's not in it. Yeah, and see that that could go one of two ways because you only see a pumpkin bomb, so there's no no real confirmation of. Where... Yeah. Again, no, it's, it's not uh, what's his nuts though. Um, oh, why is his name eluding me right now? Uh, I'm trying to think of it too. I know who you're talking about. Um, uh, the stoner guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, James Franco. Yeah, yeah, James Franco. Yeah, there's no way in hell it's James Franco. <laughs> no, he's been kind of excised from Hollywood, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah. Well, there was uh, he was um, yeah, he like did some inappropriate things, I think. So, and and yeah. was getting yeah, kind of tossed out. So yeah, he's not a nice guy. <laughs> it's nope. Not 
Um, so, so yeah, it's not gonna be him, which is okay because I the whole like snowboard thing was like goblin. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> I'll pass. I'll pass. Hard pass. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, that comes out in December. Yep, December what? Seventeen. Seventeen. So we'll be going. Before. Yep. So now shifting gears from the Spider-Man movie, I think we're good with that talk, right, fellas? Like, yep. we can move yep. on. Yep, yep. So we got a bunch of new video game trailers that came out, new announcements, because was it who just had their event? PlayStation. PlayStation had an event where they uh, showed a bunch of trailers, again, new game announcements. So one of the big ones that I was super stoked about, and I had to go back and actually confirm that we didn't fall victim of another YouTube fan-made video, was <laughs> the, uh, the Knights of the Old Republic remake that they're coming out with for PS5. Yeah. So that looks pretty sweet, which I don't know where it's going to fall in the timeline or if it's just going to be a straight-up remake. Or if they're going to tie it in and it's going to become canon now. I'm kind of hoping that it becomes canon Mm -hmm. and we get Revan as actual canon then. Yeah. What I've heard, it's, it's a, and I don't want to ruin your, you know, your hopes because I could be wrong. But from what I've heard, it's going to be like a straight up remake. Like they're remastering the old game, uh, polishing it up, giving it, you know, giving it a new shine um, for PS5. But I'm I'm kind of going into it, and I talked to to McClunky about this when you weren't on. But I never played the original Knights of the Old Republic, so I'm really jazzed that this is going to be my first like my first experience playing it when it comes out. I don't actually think it's. I think it's going to be the story's going to be the same, but I think it's going to be a whole new looking game. Because if it's a remake and not a remaster, yeah, and I'm I'm okay with that, I guess, but. I just I'm hoping that we get some new content for it. I know that you said Brody that they were um, trying to get a lot of the original voice actors yep, back. They got it. Jennifer Hale back. As... So they're gonna do that. But I was kind of hoping that it would be t- titled as a remake. But we're gonna do like, you know, things like that. But Joe, I think for you going in first time playing it, like you're gonna you're gonna love it. I think because even if you played the original version, like on the old school Xbox, I think you'd still love it. Well, and I think if it's even if it's pretty much a straight up remake or, or remaster, I imagine they're gonna, you know, pack it full of new stuff like new content. I would think the cutscenes should probably be brand new. I mean, just because there there's so much more that they can do with the technology now that you know the, the, all that stuff is gonna be brand new. It it'll probably follow along what the lines of the first one was, mm-hmm. but there's gonna be a ton of new stuff. We even saw a bit of a trailer, even like the look of Gravin. That looks way graphically better than what we got in And you can actually, like, you see Revan with his mask on and some of the flashbacks and stuff. But that, that was like, like, that was a good looking Revan. Yeah. Like, detailed helmet, face paint. He looks good. So, and the way that they did that, like, they brought him out and had stuff. I was like, ooh. Like, they're going to do a bunch of new stuff. Yeah. Like, I was hoping that it would be the same story, but, like, more more paths you could take, I guess. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be a bit surprised if they, like, update the, uh, like, the missions, the side missions you can do and stuff like that with some new content there. Yeah. They better fix the, the whole uh, 
the whole racing stuff. Oh, with the the pods and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that was a bit boring. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that part. Ever big was it pod? They had pod racing in there. Yeah, so it's like one of the early on missions that you. It's the swoop bikes they call yeah, it's them. Yeah, swoop bikes. Yeah, and yeah. you have to go, and it's like basically you gamble to get information, or you gamble to uh, it was to get Basila. Yeah, it was to rescue her. And it's the mechanics of it weren't the greatest, and it just seemed like it was kind of boring. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think they could do more with that, but yeah, it was swoop bike races, and it's very similar to pod racing. Yeah, not a big but fan. You- Pod racing, I won't lie. <laughs> yeah, and it was like you had to hit, you had to hit like the the booster triangles on the course, the speed. And it it just oh, very that, cool. that's bringing back, that's bringing back some really uh some really like angry memories. What would be yeah. cool? What would be cool if they did it? Um, if they did, and I don't know how much <laughs> time it would take, or even what the release date is that they're looking at for this, but. Like a um, deluxe edition where they remastered and remade the first one and the second one. You could buy them together so that you could play it back to back. Yeah. That would be kind of cool. Because yeah. the second one was, I mean, it just came out, what, last year? For mobile. For yeah. mobile. They've, they've redone them and made them on uh, the Android system, at least, so you can play them on there. And it's like, identical to the Xbox. Like, yeah. it's all touchscreen, obviously, but... Uh, like it's just like playing it on your Xbox, which is actually really nice. Yeah, because I, I beat both of those on Android. Yeah. So if you haven't tried it, Joe, you should download those because I, I yeah. think they're like I think they're like ten bucks. Yeah, but 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 they're worth it. Yeah. I mean, it's a full length game. Hmm. I'll I will give that a go. Yeah. Yeah. I hope they do the like the, the the second one had way better gameplay like mechanics and how like you can like make your whole party Jedi Knights. You could choose. There was a lot of plus and minuses for each of them, right? What yeah. the what the second one made up for in controls, they lacked in story, right? So, I don't know. but yeah, so that came out. Um, Joe, one of the ones that you said that you saw the trailer for, which looks pretty good, they didn't give you very much of it though, was the Wolverine game. Yeah, it's it's crazy how such a small glimpse of a game, and actually on the trailer. It says on the trailer, not actual gameplay, so it's part of a cutscene, I would think. Yeah. Uh, but how much such a small trailer could get me geeked up for a game? But that that Wolverine cutscene, like, man, that game's going to be dope as shit. <laughs> it, 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 I mean, it, it is going to be a super, super cool game. And I think um, as the, the maturity levels for the games increases, this is going to be probably the most bloodliest and... Uh, a violent Wolverine game that you're going to see yet. I'm, I have high hopes for it because it's by the same development team and company that did the Spider-Man games and that's doing the new Spider-Man game. Yeah. So it'll be, I think open world concept. Um, and there's so much, there's so much potential there and not that I'm not knocking the Spider-Man games. Cause obviously I haven't played them as much as you guys, but um, to have a, a ground based game, you know where there's there's going to be so much action and so much um, so much story. I think that we're going to get. I'm I'm really excited for it. It was the the trailer when they showed it, and maybe I'm the only one that thought this, but I got a lot of vibes from like the first X Men movie. Yeah. Yep. Like yep. yep. And a lot of, 
a lot of vibes from the comic. You know, they have they have Logan. You know, you only see his back, but they have Logan in his flannel shirt with the cowboy hat on. You know, mm-hmm. in a bar that's you know had a good ass kicking. Um, that that screams to me um, some X Men stories or some Wolverine stories that were really well done in the comic. Um, and I think that it, it could be a really cool game. And yeah. I think they're just going to overload it with like cameos and, you know, hidden, you know, these little references to the X-Men and stuff too. Absolutely. And I think that the fact that we're getting stuff like this um, from Marvel, because we really haven't seen a ton of X-Men usage, you know, in games and stuff like that lately. Um, I think that screams to what we're going to see in general, you know, we're going to, we're going to see a lot of new stuff from Marvel heading in directions that we haven't seen lately. Yeah. So that'll be, that'll be a pretty good one. And there's no release date on that one yet, right? No. Uh, I think it says late 2022, doesn't it? Or I, I late next year is what I'm anticipating. Which is crazy. Cause it's like, I don't know. Usually before these trailers come out, you hear some sort of a, you know, rumbling, like you get, some sort of heads up that it's but coming out. This had nothing. Yeah, there was no announcement. And even like when we watched it on YouTube, when it was like, you know, minutes after it was debuted, and we're like, what is this? And then I did it. And I'm like, holy crap. Mm-hmm. I had zero idea that there was anything in the works for this. Mm-hmm. Now, did you guys know that there was a Spider Man um, sequel game in the works? I had a feeling there was. Well, yeah. And I think there's been like hints here and there think i've saw a few things people talking about it but nothing actually confirmed so the fact that we actually got like gameplay footage and stuff is kind of crazy and the the, you know not to ruin it for people if you haven't watched it go out and watch the game trailer but at the end when they when they drop the venom voice it's like whoa that's badass who is it it's somebody big that plays venom i thought isn't it uh let me see because it was somebody. I do like that it's a continuation of the the other two games, though. Mm-hmm. So and like cool. like uh, McClunky and I talked, you know, offline before too. Um, it, it looks like you will have the option of playing either as Miles Morales or as Peter Parker. Um, and McClunky, you kind of said that you think there may be a co op um, a co op feature that they'll they'll introduce in that game. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, there was a lot of people commenting under the YouTube trailer for it saying that it had a lot of co-op vibes to it and yeah. and things like that. So that would be kind of cool. I mean, you could really only play with like one of your best friends, though, if you're going to do the two characters, you know? Yeah, that's true. But that just being able to have like two Spider-Man fighting at the same time, that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's actor Tony Todd. Tony Todd. Tony Danza. <laughs> they, I think they said he was in the old. Uh, he played the old uh, Candyman from the horror films. I never saw those. Oh, yeah, I bet Buckets has. She's into all that crappy horror movie stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I've never heard of that guy. That's that's mm-hmm. weird. I didn't either. I thought I thought I thought at least one of you guys knew who that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the Spider-Man one looks pretty good. When's that come out? Uh, twenty twenty-two. But there's no official date on it. And then we, we're starting to get more on Gotham Knights, too, again. Yeah. Because with 2022 around the corner, um, DC's getting ready to do their fandom event again, where they're going to 
talk about new projects coming out, new movies. We're going to get another Batman trailer. Um, and then they're going to show more footage from Gotham Knights, which got delayed last year. Mm -hmm. this year. So I don't know. I'm, I'm hopeful for that game. Uh, but at the same time, they haven't released a ton of stuff. No. And with a year delay, I kind of figured that they would try to build up the hype. So I'm a little bit disappointed that they've kind of, it's, it's just kind of gone dark, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. like they, they debuted the the trailer with the, a little bit of the gameplay and then some of the cutscene footage. And then after fandom last year, they just kind of went dark and then it yeah. said it was delayed. And now that fandom's here again, they're, they're starting to pick it up a little bit, but still not near where I thought it would be. So I'm a little concerned about that and how the game and the story is going to be. Yeah, my only concern is they they pulled a twist online with cuz the, the the key villain villains I should say in this game is going to be the Court of Owls. Mm -hmm. And the Court of Owls is like a secret society underneath Gotham City. They've been pulling the strings for hundreds of years and uh the key talent, not 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 the talent, but the key Court of Owls guy they put up something online and uh, the official game Twitter was like, who do you guys think this is? And they're pulling that whole Arkham Knight twist from the video games that mm -hmm. they were like, who the heck is the Arkham Knight? And not to spoil it, but it was pretty obvious who the Arkham Knight was. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see uh, See what happens with it. Now, I have, I have a question about that. Is it going to feature... Hush. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> they, can't that joke any, they can't do anything right with that character right no, now. No, even his even his uh even his crap. Yeah. You only hit like a button and then you throw him into a table. Well it wasn't that <laughs> wasn't even like a fight. No, it was just like you get you talking to him and then he just points a gun at you and you just slam triangle. Mm -hmm. Slam triangle. That's gonna be my new phrase that I'm gonna use. <laughs> That's what she what did you do next? I slammed triangle. <laughs> it sounds uh, like code for something dirty. It kind of does. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's all I got for game talk and, and everything. Yeah, I, I don't have any more video game stuff. I know the, the Wolverine trailer just, you know, set off my fanboy um, spider sense pretty good. Yeah, so this is a pretty pretty uh, knowledge filled, event filled episode. Yeah. Well, well, gentlemen, we had a lot to cover. Like we haven't we haven't had an episode in a while, so there was a lot of meat on this episode. I think we're good, and we can wrap this one up until our next episode, where we continue our talks about everything nerd. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I I think we do we do need to attempt to. Uh, have a, a weekly Ferris Bueller day. So, you know, Broad, prepare, prepare to skip school once a week. Okay. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be sure to uh, send this audio to the school administrator so they're clear. <laughs> yes. The truancy <laughs> officer will be at your door. <laughs> Listen, I know he needs to know math, but this is what we're doing. <laughs> yes. This, this will serve him better in life than any math class. It is worthwhile. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, yeah, so I guess that that's it. Um, I will, I guess, next time we'll talk more about.
and maybe some Star Wars talk coming out. Not for Star Wars. Well, we got the animated show, the Visions. Yeah, Visions is coming out. Yeah, we. This is probably one of our lighter Star Wars content episodes. Yeah, there hasn't been much going on with Star Wars though. I mean, we got the end of this year. We've got uh, well, we've got Visions coming out. You're gonna have the Book of Boba Fett. We got the Mandalorian season three coming. So, well, and I think that's maybe done. by design. Like they they had been hitting us pretty hard with stuff, um, and then after Bad Batch concluded, I think they're intentionally letting people catch their breath. And then this fall and winter, they're going to knock us over the head again with a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're going to hit us uh, with, you know, the merchandise coming out too. Cause like our pocketbooks don't suffer enough already. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's, our, it's already yeah. uh, hitting the head. Black Kotor again. Yeah. So it's already coming in a way. Yeah. So, but we'll talk more about that on the next episode of Nerds and Beef. So, all right. Well, uh, gentlemen, everybody. Yeah. And, and, you know, we haven't, we haven't covered this lately, but, but McClunky, uh, what do people need to do? Uh, wash your hands and wear a mask and do it over, over, over the nose. (laughs) Over the nose. (laughs) So, and then I got this for you. You ready? Yes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what the heck is that? That's from Dumb and Dumber. Oh, that was that was if if I'm getting the quote right, the most annoying sound in the world, right? That, that was. And I actually picked the wrong one cuz I thought he was going to at the beginning but he did not. So, <laughs> do you want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Thanks for listening and stay nerdy everybody. Yeah. Nerd out.